For Sunday, July 1st, 2018, this is Epitome. Episode 71. In this episode, Epitome presents six sonnets of William Shakespeare, the second of our offerings of his sonnets centering on the theme of time. William Shakespeare is generally held to be one of, if not the, greatest playwright or poet of the English language, if not of all languages and of all time. This is significant because the themes of time, eternity, and immortality feature heavily in his sonnets and in his plays. It is interesting to consider that around 1450, Johannes Gutenberg introduced the first movable type printing system in Europe a technology to affect civilization then on a par with the personal computer or the internet today. This was only a little more than a century before the birth of the British Bard in 1564, and as technology took somewhat longer to be widely adopted all those centuries ago, the widespread flourishing of the book and other printed documents in one century then can be thought much the equivalent of the spreading of digital technology in a decade nowadays. So the idea of his lines living past his death, as long as men can breathe or eyes can see, was perhaps audacious, but not absurd. In any case, so far his predictions have proven true, since many of his plays and poems are read, studied, and performed to this very day, and to this very moment. Sonnet 49 Against that time, if ever that time come, when I shall see thee frown on my defects, when as thy love hath cast his utmost sum, called to that audit by advised respects, against that time when thou shalt strangely pass and scarcely greet me with that sun, thine eye, when love, converted from the thing it was, shall reasons find of settled gravity. Against that time do I ensconce me here, within the knowledge of mine own desert, and this my hand against myself uprear, to guard the lawful reasons on thy part. To leave poor me thou hast the strength of laws, since why to love I can allege no cause. Sonnet 55 Not marble, nor the gilded monuments of princes shall outlive this powerful rhyme, but you shall shine more bright in these contents than unswept stone, besmeared with sluttish time, when wasteful war shall statues overturn and broils root out the work of masonry, nor Mars his sword, nor war's quick fire shall burn the living record of your memory. Gainst death and all oblivious enmity shall you pace forth, your praise 
shall still find room even in the eyes of all posterity that wear this world out to the ending doom. So till the judgment that yourself arise, you live in this and dwell in lovers' eyes. Sonnet 60 Like as the waves make toward the pebbled shore, so do our minutes hasten to their end. Each changing place with that which goes before, in sequent toil all forwards do contend. Nativity, once in the main of light, crawls to maturity, wherewith, being crowned, Crooked eclipses gainst his glory fight, And time that gave doth now his gift confound. Time doth transfix the flourish set on youth, And delves the parallels in beauty's brow, Feeds on the rarities of nature's truth, And nothing stands but for his scythe to mow. And yet to times in hope my verse shall stand Praising thy worth, despite his cruel hand. Sonnet 63 Against my love shall be as I am now, with time's injurious hand crushed and o'erworn, when ours have drained his blood and filled his brow with lines and wrinkles, when his youthful morn hath travelled on to age's steepy night. And all those beauties whereof now he's king are vanishing or vanished out of sight, stealing away the treasures of his spring. For such a time do I now fortify against confounding age's cruel knife, that he shall never cut from memory my sweet love's beauty, though my lover's life. His beauty shall in these black lines be seen, and they shall live, and he in them still green. Sonnet 64 When I have seen by time's fell hand defaced the rich, proud cost of outworn, buried age, when sometime lofty towers I see down-raised and brass eternal slave to mortal rage, when I have seen the hungry ocean gain advantage on the kingdom of the shore, and the firm soil win of the watery main, increasing store with loss, and loss with store, when I have seen such interchange of state, or state itself confounded to decay, ruin hath taught me thus to ruminate, that time will come and take my love away. This thought is as a death, which cannot choose but weep to have that which it fears to lose. Sonnet 65 Since brass, nor stone, nor earth, nor boundless sea, but sad mortality o'ersways their power, how with this rage Shall beauty hold a plea, Whose action is no stronger than a flower? Oh, how shall summer's honey breath Hold out against the rackful siege Of battering days, 
when rocks impregnable are not so stout, nor gates of steel so strong but time decays. O fearful meditation, where, alack, shall time's best jewel from time's chests lie hid? Or what strong hand can hold his swift foot back? Or who his spoil of beauty can forbid? O none, unless this miracle have might, That in black ink my love may still shine bright. Music for this episode was Flow My Tears by John Dowland. Performed by guitarist John Sales. Until our next episode, this is Bob Gonzalez wishing you the very finest time of your life. <laughs>